Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, world? What is up, world? What is up, world? You are in tune to the Texas Fight Horns and Sun FFSN podcast with your usuals. Uh, Sensei, talk to him, man. What's going on? We just won the Big Twelve. We just won the Big Twelve. I'm, I'm, man, man. That's a good feeling, isn't it? Man, I mean, I'm on cloud nine. I mean, look, listen. We said this in our very first podcast this year. It's Big 12 a bust. Right? right? D- d- don't you think we achieved our goal? And to, to, to get over the hump on, on Mike Gundy, it just, it just makes it a little bit more special. It just puts a little bit more sauce on it. Texas oh, yeah. beats Oklahoma State 49-21, and it was never really a contest. After the first, maybe the the first and one and a half quarters, it was it was pretty much a wrap it, from there. Yeah, it, w- it wasn't a game from the first. It wasn't a game from the first bail. I mean, we had them fourteen nothing. You know, right? It, it wasn't a game. Over here, setting setting records in the championship, and I, I low key, I I wish they would have got him one more touchdown so he could have that record and not tied with it. But Quinn Ewers goes thirty five for forty six. Uh, 452 yards, four touchdowns, one interception. We see a brief glimpse of Malik Murphy. Uh, the the Russian attack does what the Russian attack does. Keelan Baxter's uh, not Keelan Baxter. Keelan Robinson goes for four and 75. CJ Baxter goes for almost well 45 yards, so 43. We we really put it on him today, as as far as the offense is concerned. And I feel like Sark was really. Like th- these these last couple of games, it, it feels like he opened the offense up, and you can tell it's just, it's just a difference in the way that he's calling plays. Well, in in that third quarter, I think he was trying to take his foot off the gas until he saw what was about to happen. You know what I'm saying? He was he was about to because he started back running on first down and running on second down, and then we went, you know. uh you know, three and out, and they came back, and they were, you know, moving the ball pretty well, um, and then we stopped them. 
he, he, I think he understood that, hey, man, I need to put this game away, period. Right. Um, and and you, you, you take a sack, you take a sack on a third and 10, and then you punt the ball back, and all that needs to happen is, in a three-score game, is they go down there and score, and now it's a two-score game. It's a game again, right? Right. Um, and, and, and I think there's a definite difference, and it's something that we've been talking about all season. There's a definite difference from when he is – calling the plays to win the game and when he's calling to, to, to stall. Right. And I think there's a place for him calling to stall, but you have to then come away with points. You can't, you can't be in these. Yeah. You can't be in these third and tens. You can't, it just can't happen because if you're doing that, like I said, it, all it takes is one good play and then a good drive. And then it's a game again. Well, if you're calling the stall, that should happen at around five minutes, maybe five minutes. If you want to, if you, if it, I'm, I'm thinking like, all right, so Ali, Ali Gordon or Ollie Gordon, I, should, I, I don't need to know his name. I don't need to know his name. He ran for 35 yards. Uh, Ali Gordon is their best player, right? Right. And he usually gets better as the game goes on. So if I'm Sarkin, I'm thinking in my head, this is at least what, what I'm thinking he's thinking is, all right, let's keep our defense fresh. Let's go ahead and chew some of this clock. Let's uh, keep keep their offense off the field with a long drive of our own. But he ran two screens back to back, and then there was a that was, sack. That was that was that's ridiculous. Not, that was that's ridiculous. That's not a good. Yeah. That's not good play calling. Sark, that was ridiculous. Like he ran that screen to JT Sanders, and then that screen that, no. to, to X, and then no. got dropped to the backfield. Like no, no, don't don't ever do that again in life. You know, don't I mean for real? Like you were being creative for the most of the game, and to me, it was no, it was unnecessary for him to do what he did. But hey, look, forty nine to his creativity, forty nine twenty one. Yeah, I mean he he, yeah. he 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 scripted some plays early that was super creative, and we got in the and end I zone said, on a lot of good good play calls. I said I never want to see that screen again where Quinn looks away from the running back and then hits the running back, but they changed it. They changed it a little bit, and then uh, and it, it was successful, and then they broke tendency at, at the line of scrimmage. They broke, I mean, at the at the goal line with that big man touchdown to DeRondre Sweat. Oh, they man. broke tendency on that swing, uh, that jet sweep to 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 Chavian Sanders um, for on the on fourth down and short. Like he he was very in tune with the game in the first half. I think if there's anywhere I want to see him grow, it's in these moments where you have the lead and you need to sit on the ball. Right. You need you need some more plays for that because it, it, all it really takes for this to be a game uh, and not bust open in the second half is Keelan Robinson not take take that to the house. Oh yeah, and that then was we're it. looking at a completely different. We're game. looking at a completely different game, but but hey, we did, you know, we did it. Um, and 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 I mean, I, hats off. Let's let's first and foremost congratulate this team for winning the Big Twelve championship. We said in the beginning of the year that that's exactly what we wanted to happen, and hey, it happened, man. I mean, I'm I'm super there was, happy. There was about never that. a moment. There was never a moment during the season. Not in the games, maybe, but from game to game, there was never a moment where we were like, 
oh, this team may not make the Big 12 champion. No, like they, we handle yeah. business across the board. Yeah, we and stood I'm on super business. Proud of the guys for that. Yeah, we stood on business. And and I, I want to call them out. You know, first team, all Big 12, Xavier Worthy, Jatavion Sanders, Kelvin Banks, Bert Auburn, Byron Murphy, Trevondre Sweat, and Jalen Ford. These, these guys played above their head all year. Deservedly so to all those gentlemen. Yeah, and Anthony Hill was freshman of the year, first one we've had since, wow. I mean, we, we could go back, Um, um I think it was uh, uh, Kalen Stearns. Kalen Stearns, and we've only had eight of them. You know, and all of those eight have had great pro careers um, right. so far. So Anthony I mean, Hill is something special. Anthony Hill I, is I, special. I, I, I get ahead of myself and I'm like, ooh, Colin Simmons is coming next year and he's just he's going to be just as good as Anthony Hill. Well, well, pump the brakes a little bit. Anthony Hill is something special. And if Colin Simmons can come in and do it, half of what Anthony Hill is doing. Just that. Second on the team in tackles is, as a freshman is is crazy. And so I'm I'm very I'm very hyped to see what this young man does in the coming years in the program. I'm I'm super excited, man. I mean, um, we got a chance to see some some uh, Arch Manning. You know, Arch Manning came in and gave a couple handoffs. Um, you know, we got a chance to see Malik throw one, super accurate. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm happy about that. Um, but let's let's dig into this Quinn Ewers, 35 of 46, 452, four touchdowns. That's huge, man. What, what do you think about was, this performance? I I I have the luxury of, or maybe the misfortune, depending on how you spin it, uh, audience. But I, I either one, I have an Ohio State Buckeyes fan in my life. Um, and I had a couple different thoughts about about this Quinn Ewers performance. One of them is, man, I'm sure they would love to have Quinn now. You know it. You know it. (laughs) I'm sure they're looking at Texas like, man, could have been, we should have beat Michigan with Quinn on our team. But no. You know, they're already trying to take uh, and recruit um, uh, Arch. They're, They're sending Arch messages and DMs and talking about, come on and transfer. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good. You can send him all the things you want. He's staying put. But yeah. no, Quinn. Quinn has really developed and blossomed into his own. And I think if he were to actually leave for the draft this year, after a performance like that, I think he would be a first round pick. Like I think he would be right around where we 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 keep putting him, which is late first round, um, early second, early yeah. second round and, pick. Easy. And he's coming back next year. Um, and I, I was thinking about that as well. Just like, okay, you're coming back next year to a team whose Jake Majors is going to be gone. Christian Jones is going to be gone. Uh, you know, you're coming back to a weaker offensive line. I mean, it's it's I, we're, maybe we're getting a, a little too ahead of ourselves, but I was like, okay. I mean, A.D. Mitchell is going to be gone. Xavier Worthy is going to be gone. Okay, Tavion Sanders is going to be gone. Like, Maybe this is what you need, man. Maybe go ahead and go. Like you're coming back to a weaker offense, or at least a not a, not as experienced offense as of now. Uh, and I was like, man, like this is well, the type of performance we expected X, from you. X actually said he doesn't know. He just said that to I me. Mean, he, he knows. He doesn't know. 
I I I don't know why you wouldn't. He's a first round pick now. That's like the only reason you wouldn't go is to enjoy college. And I don't even know if I would tell him like, hey man, go ahead and get him Ad, out of here. Like Adonai said he's not for sure. You know, he came back to Texas because of his daughter. And let, let's let's just be real. Let me let me say these are first round draft picks. Why would you not go? Because your first round, your, your rookie contract, you're only making three million dollars, maybe if that. And you and you you'll get a a, a million five in the signing bonus because you're not going to be the first. You're not going to be the first pick, right? Marvin right. Harrison Jr. If he if he'll be the first pick, and then right. those those receivers from Washington be like three and four, right? So as far as I'm talking about why receivers are concerned. But if you look at it, Texas is going to NIL money. We got the most NIL money to spare in in college football. So, you know, you're looking at them getting upwards of $2 million a piece in NIL money to come back. I mean, what's the difference? I still get to kick it with my friends. I get to come back. And if we get, you know what I'm saying? Just depends. If we get close enough uh, to a national championship, let's run it back. So right. it's not, it's not, it's not a done deal that we're gonna lose all three. Late NFL, yeah, late NFL picks. First pick of this the seventh round. Nope, that's not what I'm looking for. But yeah, I was I was looking for how much. Uh, rookies in the in the first round making, and they just kept showing the first pick, which is forty one million dollars. That's first I, pick. I, yeah, that's the first pick. But um, yeah, I don't know. Most rookies, most rookies are getting three to five million dollars. That's it. On the and, right. and I'm talking. And about- I think it's a testament to testament to what you were saying. Our nil department and the environment yeah. that Sarkis created that people are willing to stay. If you remember, Brandon Eagles left early, took out because of. Uh, and, he, and and he, Colin Johnson and and little Jordan Humphrey could have stayed. Jordan, we know yeah. Brennan Eagles got got ran off by Tom Herman, yeah. right? And so now these players are are are, are like begging to, or not even begging, but at least it's at least a decision because of how good the environment is. I you mean, look, Jonathan uh, Cam Cam Jonathan Ward. On the- yeah, Cam, Cam Ward is going back to college, and he definitely should be going to the pros, but. Cam Ward is going back. He, he's in the transfer portal and going somewhere else for another year. Everybody's yeah, taking advantage of these. Portal is insane right now. Yeah, everybody's taking advantage of these these um, uh, COVID years. And you got five-year, six-year players, um, you know, that are taking advantage, getting themselves ready and getting in position to, to uh, get to a good team and you know to contribute right out the the box when they get to the pros. By the way, now we're now that we're off topic a little bit, and we'll circle back to the Big Twelve Championship game. Don't worry, Burn Orange fan. We I promise we will. Um, but we need to go on record about this because we did not before. Man, how how I think it was a one hundred and fifty million dollar buyout for Jimbo Fisher. Uh, so it was a seventy six million dollar buyout. For Jumbo Jimbo Fisher. Okay, $76 million buyout for Jimbo Fisher. And I think Mike Elko's is is 
somewhere around 30. Uh, so they spent a hundred million dollars to get not a championship coach to get maybe a, maybe a Tom <laughs> Herman level guy. Yeah. Maybe like what, what is going through your head? Like the only reason he gets that job is because he's coached at Texas A&M before. Like, and it's and the, the Aggies being the Aggies, man. Like I, I can't. There's, there's I can't nobody. There wasn't a bigger name. There wasn't a bigger name that was jumping at that job. If it was, they would have waited. And not only that, um, you know, like this, they should have waited. Now, yeah. What, what, what here's, did you here's, get for being the first guy at the dance? Here, here's what I'm saying. This is the, this was the kicker. This is the sticking point, Sensei. You're gonna you everybody was going down there to rob the cupboard blind. So they needed to get a coach in so that they can hold on to the players that they have and the recruits that they got. You know, I mean, at this point, if you look at it, everybody and their mama was leaving Texas AM until they got a coach. Now people are saying they're not taking visits and they're gonna sit. So yeah, they needed to get somebody in there fast. I Here's here's what I believe. Here's I just think this is this is good sound wisdom. If you get the right guy, it's not about right now. If you get the right guy, he will make the culture, right? Look right. at Sark. Uh, you know, like yeah. it, it, it's it's de- he's developed Tom Herman's guys. He's he's brought his own guys in, and we're turning in top ten recruiting classes. If you get the right guy, he'll 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 build the program back up it's not necessarily about the here and now and so i just being what like you spent all that money you you were the first guy at the dance and you didn't even come away with the 10 you came away with the seven maybe hey like some people like sevens aggies like sevens hey (laughs) let's not say some people apparently aggies because mike stoops was going to be a six i mean maybe 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 they got a little bit better than Mike Stoops, but man, if those are your first two options, why did you buy him out of his con? Just let him finish the year. Sensei. Back back to the Big 12 championships. Sensei, they can't all be tens. (laughs) They can't all be tens, man. You know what I'm saying? $100 million. It better be. But anyway, Texas won the Big 12 championship. (laughs) We're talking about championships today. Championships. aren't doing right now. Championship uh, pedigree, baby. 12 and 1. 12 and 1. It hurts we that we couldn't. Go ahead. It hurts that we couldn't avenge that one loss that we had to uh the Sooners. Sure. And it's it's three o'clock uh on a Saturday afternoon, and OU still sucks. Um, right. and I'm gonna tell you something. I, it hurts we couldn't avenge that loss, but that's fine. Um, you know, I hope that. The Big Twelve. They booed the Big Twelve commissioner. They booed him really, really oh, hard. Yeah, I w- I didn't even get to see that because the way oh, I was they, watching it. How did how did that go? Yeah, they booed him really hard. But first of all, let's let's deal with that. ESPN in our area wouldn't even allow us to watch the game on our regular cable TV. I had to turn yeah, to the ESPN app. And YouTube. Yeah, I might have watched it in, in a, a, a less than savory way, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> no, so YouTube had it streaming. 
So there were some places where I had to go either on YouTube or the ESPN app to actually watch the game. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on at all. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, we did get an opportunity to watch the whole game. And I'm going to tell you, this game, it, it was 41-20, excuse me, 49-21. Since I, I predicted 47-14, 47-17, I was really mm-hmm. close, really close. You were really close. Um, and I said that this is what we needed, right? But I, I want to say, even though it was a 28-point game, it wasn't close. It it, 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 it was not close. It's ne- and, it wasn't even close of, for the time. And one of the reasons it wasn't close is, man, this defense yeah. is just on another level right now. I I at one point during the season, maybe even two games ago, we were talking about um, P. Clark Quickhouse getting fired, and at this point. I'm not sure that's the best move. Now, something needs to happen with our passing game and with our our, our uh, cornerbacks and safeties. Yes. But right now, Tavondre Sweat, Byron Murphy, Jalen Ford, Anthony Hill, everybody is playing on another level, and they're not having time to test our corners. Even, I mean, Alan Bowman, of course, he got in the end zone, but... Every time that they're in the red zone, every time a team is in the red zone against us, I can confidently be like, good luck. Good luck scoring. Good luck getting in because it doesn't happen a whole bunch. It it really only happens when you test the outside corners. Um, And so I'm I'm super proud of that unit. Super proud of those guys. Um, Well, you know, Trevondre Trevondre Sweat was actually the defensive player of the year in the Big 12. And uh, yeah. But I keep telling you, Trevondre Sweat is going to be a top 20 draft pick in the NFL. Top 20. Yeah. Matter of fact, I believe it. Trevondre called a touchdown today. Right. Isn't that something? You know what I'm saying? Your big guy out there on the edge catching touchdowns. You know? And when you break tendency like that, man, it just makes you a nightmare to game plan for. So I love, I love that, man. Because it whether whether we right now it's it's three, so we don't know what's happening with the Louisville Florida State game. Um, we'll come back and record the second part of this podcast later. But if if we end up in the playoffs, it's it's going to be a nightmare to prepare for this offense because you can't you don't know if if, if we're on fourth and one if they're just going to run the ball straight up the middle with uh, Cedric Baxter or if you're going to do the jet sweep. Or if you're gonna do the the bootleg and run uh, out from that formation, you have no clue what's coming at you. You don't and even it's, know. It's, if, it's, you don't even know if we'll pitch to Jaden Blue. I mean, you, it, or, or pass it to Gunner Helm. Like we've done so much out of that formation. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't be prepared for everything. And that's that's yeah. I, I love watching this offense when it's clicking. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, man. Um, Adnan Mitchell. Six for 109, one touchdown. Jatavion, eight for 105, one touchdown. Xavier, six for 86. You know, oh, um, talk about him. Yeah. So, Xavier Worthy gets, uh, and maybe not rode up on, but his, his leg goes down in a kind of an awkward way. Um, he goes out of the game. 
uh, at this point, we don't know really. Did he come back ever? Did, did yeah, you see him yeah, come back? Yeah. So Sark spoke about it in the in the post game. Um, they the X rays were negative. They put him in a boot and crutches, so he'd be okay. So he died. He died. It's probably yeah. probably a, a, a high grade strain, which will take probably two weeks to heal from. Guess how many weeks we got? You know to prepare. He At least two. Yeah, we got three. Yeah. So we we're, we're you know regardless we make no regardless we we're gonna be in a January bowl New Year's Six bowl yeah you're right regardless so he's yeah. got at least three weeks to heal he's gonna be fine if we had to play the next week he would probably sit out somewhere but you know a, a sprain a a, a a low ankle or a high ankle sprain at least takes about three weeks to get back from he, that's our guy he'll be back. I think, um, I think to your point earlier, I think what's, what's really happening with them saying, like, we don't know if we're going to go to the NFL is I think these players all want to play together still. Like, oh, yeah. I think they just they want to play in the bowl games. They want to play in the playoffs. They want to play in, like, I don't predict a lot of opt-outs in the bowl game because I think they all just like playing together. Uh, if we If we don't make the playoffs – uh, sweat is going. Sweat is definitely going to opt out. Sweat's going to definitely opt out, and he should. Murphy's probably going to opt out. Um, you'll know for sure who's coming back if we don't make right. the playoffs. Um, here's it. But but before we even get into that, I want to say something. Um, it was class for Jonathan Brooks was second team Big Twelve, so they put um. They they put a, a, a some shoulder pads and a helmet, took off the chains, and last play of the game, they had him back there in the victory formation. Yo, that's how you do it, man. Make everybody feel good who were a, who was a part of what we did. You know, they, right. they, they were a part of what we did, and and JB JB was was a big he was instrument. He was instrumental in that Alabama game. If it wasn't for him, I don't think we win it. Who knows? Same, same kind of thing of, of getting Malik and Arch in the championship game. Like, getting them both in there shows that you care about both of them. Like, hey, right now, it's and next year, it's anybody's competition. Like, this, this, this environment, the coaching staff is very thoughtful about the way that they treat the players. I'm like that. That seems to be the one of the reasons that he's still here after a five and seven season. Very yeah. thoughtful about how he treats the players. Very thoughtful about how he treats everybody around him. And it seems like it's 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 paying dividends in this one eleven year. Um, super proud, man. Yeah. No, one in 12, twelve in one. Twelve, year. 12 in one year. You said. Well, we've won twelve games. Yeah. We won twelve games this year. And literally, we should have been thirteen and zero, but but. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yo, we're twelve and one. You know what I mean? Um, All right. Before we before we take uh, uh, this this little break, this little intermission, did you have any uh, final points, final uh, things that you wanted to say about the championship game? Yeah, I did. Um, this is the end of the Longhorn Network. Um, you know, of course, we folded into the SEC Network, which really sucks. Um, yeah, but 
I like yeah, watching they, old Longhorn games from this season or from the from the current season. Like I like being able to watch them again. Yeah. So you know, but salute. Um, we had a good run. Good run. Definitely loved listening to Five E and Michael and and um, B Rob. Um, loved listening to those guys. Uh, but you know what, man? Um, I know it's the Big Twelve Commissioner's job to, um, you know, kind of. Uh, go to bat for his champion and the meetings is in McKinney, Texas. Since I don't, I don't think you know how close that is to AT&T stadium is 40 minutes away. Okay. Drive your butt over there, sit down and watch the games with him. Tell them, look how impressive Texas was. I don't care if Florida state wins. Texas deserves to be there. But we're going to talk about it tonight. Yeah. That's all it is. It that's all I got. That's all for me. It's your time. Oh, that's no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. That's we'll, we'll come back. All right. Well, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Tell them where they can find you. Um, definitely run down the ending and take us out, sensei. Okay. I do, I do plugs, uh, now, but, um, should we do plugs later too? We're gonna do two plugs. We're absolutely gonna do two plugs. It's two parts. We're coming right. back for the second so, part, you guys. Those that are listening, you listen. We're we're only taking the pause for the calls. This is a two part episode. We're definitely gonna come back after all of the games are played, and we're gonna discuss the playoffs. All right. Well, you can find me at We Are Chosen, all one word where the O is supposed to be in the word chosen. And if you're coming from this podcast, send me a DM. Let me know. Hey, I listened to Horns and Sun and wanted to come talk Texas football with you. Love you guys. And you can find my dad at Victorious52 on Instagram as well. If you're coming from the podcast, do the same thing. Show us some love. Peace. We out of here.